I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This episode is brought to you by Undeniably Dairy. Dairy farmers are more than farmers. They're climate caretakers. They see water as a precious resource. Most farmers recycle water up to four times, from chilling the milk to irrigating the crops. And some even use technology to turn manure into renewable energy. To learn more about what dairy farmers are doing to make their farms more sustainable, visit usdairy.com. This episode is brought to you by FX's Welcome to Wrexham. Celebrity owners Rob McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds' small-town Welsh football club is fighting for a chance at promotion. These two Hollywood stars lead a team in the midst of history in the making, while dedicated staff and supporters hold on to a dream of returning the team and this working-class town in Wales to glory. FX's Welcome to Wrexham premieres September 12th on FX. Stream on Hulu. Um... She's the only one standing between us getting out of here at all in total anarchy. Yeah, but she's not the she's one in exhausted. charge. She's exhausted. She's worked 18 hours straight, and she suspects we all hate her just as much as you do. So what do you say we give her a break? Let her get back to a job I'm guessing is a lot more thankless than yours. This airline sucks. Just get your boss. This is ridiculous. This is Film Sack. <laughs> oh, sure. Hello and welcome to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, mining the very depths of film, film entertainment for all mankind for the weekend of Saturday, 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 February <laughs> Saturday in the park, eighteenth, twenty twenty-three. I'm Scott Johnson, joined today by Brian. He's very charming and handsome, but don't take your eye off of him, Dunaway. Nope, up here. Watch me. Oh, hi. Hi. This week on Film Sack, we make a flight plan back to 2005 and then argue with HBO Max that, no, not that movie, the other one, the, the one we booked six months ago. The thriller that takes place on a plane with the smart, attractive, and capable lady and that one guy who always plays the bad guy and is like a terrorist or something, and he is threatening her family if she doesn't play along, and they have to fight on the plane, and oh, oh, the toilet is backed up on that one. Oh, oh, the toilet is backed up on that one. Says who? Randy. Oh, in that case, sure, I guess. <laughs> but I want a comment card. Anywho, 
If I have, if I'm, if I've ever, if I'm ever in a situation that requires me to use the skills I learned in high school sports and activities combined with the knowledge I use as a podcaster and motivated by a recent emotional trauma to thwart a terrorist on a plane, well, we're all screwed. Unless, unless that terrorist needs somebody to use a sky phone to call into a podcast about Wes Craven's obsession with shooting scenes near and around toilets. Then I segue, excuse myself, to the go and go to the sky shitter. On the way back, conveniently run into Tim Capello from Lost Boys and sneak his sexy saxophone back to my seat and stab the terrorist in the neck with with it. And then he runs down the aisles, gasping and tooting something that sounds like a sax solo from Billy Joel's Born to Run. <laughs> that could work. Never the victim. Randy, I'm waiting on that comment card. <laughs> oh my lord! Uh, you had me up until Billy Joel's Born to Run. Hold on a second. Yeah, hold on now. Tim, Tim Capello. Oh, you didn't like you didn't like the Born to Run. <laughs> I, I didn't boom. know Billy Joel ever did a version of that. Did I say Did I say Billy Joel? You did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you said Billy Joel, but we knew who you meant. I mean, you didn't even say like Bruce Dickinson or Bruce Boxleitner's Born to Run, or you know, another Bruce. Yeah, all the Bruce's. Bruce, get, the, get your Bruce's did straight. I, did I Did I typo that? <laughs> I even looked it up. I even looked it up before I did it. Yeah. Well. Now, right. and now we're here. One. It's all fine. You got the music genius in the room. It's difficult. I get it. That <laughs> was just bait. I was just baiting. It worked. Well, now baiting. that we're done, Bruce baiting. Springsteen is who we're looking That's, for. That Born is who we're looking for. There Scott you go. Scott will fix that in post. Yeah, don't worry about it. And I'll no, do it with won't. an AI voice. I'll train it on you, and we'll all be good. Uh, also with us, Randy. Sometimes his shitty flight phones don't work in storms. Done or Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. Yeah. And thank you for coming against your will to this little symposium on how to pull off terrorist attacks and get away with it. It's not easy to do. For instance, uh, you know, to uh, assassinate a major government official on U.S. soil without your plot being spoiled by police of various kinds. But you know, you know that you know that, don't you? <laughs> you're you're all very, very, very well funded terrorists who can somehow afford to spend months on your plan. Which is uh, going to work. I promise. It's going to work. It'll work. As long as you follow my three easy rules. Number one, don't just figure out where your target is going to be and when and shoot them. Or use a grenade or something. That wouldn't be scary enough. You need to write out a plan that sounds like the outline of an Alexandre Dumas book. Number two, don't only work with your most trusted criminal associates. Bring in some extra victims who you'll play cat and mouse games with to make them do your bidding. I mean, sure, you could just hack a computer system and get your way, but <laughs> kidnapping someone and forcing them to do a social engineering attack would oh, be so much more fun. Number three, no plan survives first contact with the enemy, especially when that enemy is a woman who reads pop psych books. When it all goes to hell, you're going to have a choice between putting on a gorgeous scarf, girl, while you make your escape and going for revenge on the people who screwed you. In every case, you should go for revenge. You're a rational man, and she's an emotional woman. What could go wrong? Nothing. Zero <laughs> can go wrong. Everything. Nothing. Oh, that scarf. The thinnest, tiniest scarf you could possibly find. Yep. It's like a... Yeah. You're wrapping a present with your ribbon around a present with that. Yeah, just enough to cover your pen hole you got in your neck. Also with us, and finally, Brian, he used to write me love letters using his finger and hand soap in the airplane bathroom as well. Mm. Ibit. I sure did. 
The tra- I wish I had some uh, uh, inspirational music for this. All right. The travel season is a time for family, for friends, for new couples who are embarking on their first journey together, and for seasoned travelers getting some last frequent flyer miles for a future splurge. But the busy travel season is also a time for stress. And we here at Fresh Air Lines, I'm not sure how our name works, we feel like we let you down. Not just with our cancellations, delays, frequent equipment failures, lost bags, and cheap snacks, but with our bad practice of letting psychopathic killers not only pick their own seats on flights, but pick the sites of their the seats of their intended victims. Yes, at Fresh Air Lines, we care. We care enough to make sure our apathetic flight attendants work extra long shifts for the promise of stock options and shrinking paychecks to make them extra fed up by the time they get to your flight. By the time you're barely greeted by our attendants, they'll be saltier than the bags of of dry snacks that always seem to contain a few too many of those pretzel sticks and not enough Melba Toast circles. (laughs) We're even going to relax our policies about awkwardly fornicating in our unusually spacious bathrooms. By the time you walk sheepishly out of that bifold door, we'll forgive the horrible sounds coming out of that room and whatever the hell that is you've smeared all over the mirror. Seriously, we're probably going to have to replace that whole console. So, to sum up, we're sorry. We're sorry about the horrible flight experiences. We're sorry about the near-death headbutting from unruly passengers. But most of all, we're sorry we let you down. So, we're going to make it up to you. And if we fail again, what are you going to do? Fly spirit instead? (laughs) (laughs) Nice little dig at spirit. Always got to get the dig Always get it in. It's a garbage airline. It's It's because I still have Southwest miles or else I would use them. So you felt... (laughs) You felt like I did about the bathroom scene being like, okay, really so did did everybody did everybody just look away and not pay attention to the bathroom at all while all that was going on? No, dude, the <laughs> girl in there, the girl herself, this drove me crazy. The girl she was, was standing, she was right there, and she yeah. saw him go boom and slam her to the wall and shut the door. Right, and yeah. then she walked back. But going, that's okay. A man went in there. I'm like, that's your, that's your takeaway. What are we talking about? She got her, she got her comeuppance with that. Oh, we wa- did we watch a movie? It's called we Flight Plan. Oh, yeah, yeah we're talking. We watch Flight, flight Plan. With we have any details oh, about that movie? <laughs> flight Plan. Did you literally just call it Flight Plan? It's called Red Eye. I mean, flight Turbulence. Tur- uh, tur- I'm sorry, <laughs> Passenger 50. Wait, what is it? Uh, it is called Red Eye, and Scott Fletcher will tell us more. Red Eye. A woman is kidnapped by a stranger on a routine flight. Threatened by the potential murder of her father, she is pulled into a plot to assist her captor in a political assassination. Oh, 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 oh. Wait, I didn't really gather it was political, but I guess so. Oh, I yeah. mean, besides the politician who was talking and then... No, I got... With a butt for a chin? Come on. I got, right. I got all that. I just... The whole time it would be like, hey, Scott, this guy is a business dude who's rich and has his family in a fancy plane. Yeah. And it just never. It could, it could have easily just been any. It didn't, he did not. Yeah. They didn't go into the politics of it. They just said he was a rich politician. It, you're right. He could have they, been rich businessman. All man. interchangeable. Um, yeah. yeah. But no, like the movie went out of its way to show him on a television in the airport. Oh, yeah. And established yeah. that like, like we, we say multiple times that he's the director oh, of the Department of Homeland Security. That's right. That's and, right. And they're terrorists. Right. Yeah. Like it was, it was pretty clear, but I, I'm with, I'm with you. My kid sat the whole movie and kept uh, uh, referring to that guy as a billionaire. And I'm like, <laughs> 
no I, I, like you I, he just kept doing it over and over like the, yeah well you know they're Kids, just gonna kill watch him. the movie dad <laughs> trying to kill a billionaire i'm like no no they're they're really not they're really no this is- son he's a politician politicians are owned by billionaires right, right. yes exactly yeah i'm with the boy also, I've, i felt like the way he was portrayed because there's no that wasn't a government plane that was like a fancy little like yeah. private Elon Musk looking ass plane. I mean, it's a plane big enough for his th- his son to throw a little Nerf football uh, in, but uh, I guess yeah, so. All like, the, all, it, this is this is plain movie of uh, uh, logic. Regardless, anytime yeah. you're filming a, a movie in a plane, whether it be high class, first class, coach, doesn't matter. It's always going to be huge inside. Yeah, Planes are not that big I haven't inside. been. I was going to say I've not been on a plane that had that many rows to it since yeah. I went to China. Especially not flying from Texas right. to Miami. Yeah, We're not- that's an international. The 2-3 two, or 2-4-2 two, two, uh, yeah. cross layout, that is like a, a cross-country or international. That's not like you're going halfway across the country kind of place. Also, those things have like four bathrooms on one floor. Like they're double-decker usually. Yeah. There's four yeah. bathrooms on the one floor. Right. She didn't need to wait there for, uh, for that guy to poo. She could have gone anywhere and taken <laughs> one of the other yeah. ones. Like, that's what I would have actually done. He would have been out of line of sight with Zippy over there, go to a bathroom that isn't being used. <laughs> My gosh, there were some things in this that drove me nuts. Even but though what, I still this- love this movie. I still think this thing yes. holds up, and Red Eye is a badass movie. I think it's great. We're, we're complaining about this the smallest of issues with this movie because, really, this is a tight, fast, intense movie that gets the job done. So it was it was a late summer release, just like Flight Plan in 2005. Both of them were this Same summer time. action yeah. movies mm-hmm. that were coming out, and that's we got delivered. It got delivered. Yeah, I, I think love so. It. I think it's great. It, yeah, it's good. It's a little tropey for my well, you know, yeah. Little, little, like I, I'm eating tropey. my popcorn. It's hot outside. I'm glad to be inside the cool theater. Eat my popcorn. I don't care. Yeah. Make it, it was, louder. More race. I can't remember if I've even seen this one before because I might have been thinking about. I was like, "Wait, is Lauren Holly in this? No, wait, is uh, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal in this, or or Halle Berry? Right. Or yeah. um, <laughs> was it until it started? I was like, oh yeah, okay, these two.' But uh, um, it, there was nothing that surprised me throughout the the story. There was no like, oh, that's a really clever way to do that, or oh wow, okay, that's a that's a surprise because kind of yeah, the seen- story. You've seen yeah, 24, cool. and this movie is three episodes of 24. That's <laughs> all it is. Yeah. The, 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 things that I was, the things I was shocked by was... 72. <laughs> right. The things I was shocked by was the, the brilliant pacing, because when you, when you say, we're going to film an intense movie on a plane... And we're going to be very close. There's no, there's no place to run, and we've got to, we got to keep it secret. It's very intense. And then when they finally get off the plane, there's this amazing foot race through the through the airport and all the way back to her house. It just, it, it just, like I said, the thing that surprised me in this movie was just the the ability to pace it in such a way. That well, just kept yeah, I, I agree with you 100. percent I also would say. What surprise? The only real other big surprise for me is that Wes Craven directed this because it just doesn't yeah. feel like a Wes Craven movie to me, and uh, at all. Like even well, you know, Scream was a more modern take <laughs> from him, and the Scream movies in general. But they're still you know slasher like horror movies. Movie. Yeah, this is more it's, like a Hitchcock film. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's a you know this taut sort of psychological thriller. Not used to that from him. What I did expect was when that pen went into his neck. Uh, <laughs> that we'd get a fountain of blood, but no, we don't get any of that. I it's love just, the, just I love the doctor. Yeah, yeah. I love the doctor saying, the, the, he's like, ah, oh, 
That's not even dangerous. Whatever. <laughs> you just got a pin in your neck. I'm that like, guy was such a weenie. Your windpipe. He was. Yeah, he was so mad. Yeah. Just don't touch just it or you it. might might hurt, damage your voice box or something. Like, like so. it was like there were a lot of lines delivered in two seconds in in that moment i was just like yeah. man sh- shut up like what this is <laughs> this is way too much i can't deal with all this information about this guy's pen in his neck i think you should bill him for his for his quick diagnosis you should yeah. send him a bill God, he was so annoyed the whole time yeah. the whole oh it must it be i, I kind of was thinking about that i was wondering if the writer wrote that it's like i bet it's annoying to be a doctor when you had to go on a flight because yeah. at any moment someone could, could like call you to work, yeah. right? It's yeah. like, like, is there a doctor oh, there on a doctor the plane? House? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and it could yeah. be anything. Somebody got in a fight. This lady tripped. This guy had a heart attack. Like all that. Someone's choking on their fish dinner or whatever the hell they got. Yeah, it's like God. My, I hate flying. Yeah, my, my best. I I've flown a lot, but my best uh, flight story is actually one that I wasn't on. My brother in law had a guy die sitting right next to him. Jeez, Louise. Was in that situation where my brother-in-law was sitting in the aisle seat, and there was only one other seat. It was in the against the window, and that person, uh, like, had a massive heart attack and just like went to sleep. Right, and wow. uh, my brother-in-law didn't even really know. Like, it was it was when they were getting up. You know, like like we're, we've landed, we're getting up. This guy has not moved, and he right. like slowly dawned on him. Wow, he really hasn't moved <laughs> at all. Right. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, he just, uh, you know, he told somebody, uh, I think oh, I think we've got a, a real problem over there. And uh, he, you know, he went on with his life like it was just like, what are you going to do? Yeah, I don't know what you <laughs> would do. You're not going to, wow. uh, I guess you just report it and then yeah get out of there. I don't know, dude. Right. That's could awful. I, could That's I have a- another seat, please? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'd like you to sit with him all the way back to Miami or wherever you're going. Sorry, sir. That's your assigned Sorry. seat. I right. really want to move. Yeah. Sorry, plane's full. You're going to have to just stay right there. Please Sorry. put the recently deceased in the upper overhead bin securely before we take <laughs> yeah. off. And this is, did, did Car- I'm trying to remember now. We know we lost Carrie Fisher few years back right yeah, and yeah, she yeah. died did she have a heart attack on the plane and died then or was it later i, I didn't i thought wait, she had the heart Fisher? attack yeah what, am I, is that right i thought um i didn't she die at home she died on a plane I don't oh know maybe she was it. having a heart attack in the plane i thought it was some kind of uh, con- connective tissue i'm getting all names wrong all, so maybe i've got the wrong who's gonna again. who's gonna uh, make it through the wikipedia first <laughs> yeah yeah okay Bruce. so you're correct that she did report a medical emergency during a flight okay uh, but she uh, she died at a hospital. Okay, okay, okay. okay that's what that, I wasn't sure about. I yeah, knew that she I had... Thought. Right, oh, yeah, okay. here it is. She was on a commercial flight uh, December 23rd, 2016, London to Los Angeles, where she had a medical emergency around 15 minutes before it landed. Passengers seated near Fisher reported that she had stopped breathing. Uh, they administered CPR on the plane until paramedics okay. arrived. She was then stabilized but unresponsive. They took her to the uh, medical center. So she died she was, on the plane, then was revived, and then died... Yeah, for, she was on a ventilator wheels. for a while on, in the hospital right. and then passed away shortly after. Okay. So, mm-hmm. man, okay. that's, oh, that would have been intense. Not only, but right. okay, okay, now f- your guy next to you dies. He just dies silently, right? Yeah. That's yeah. one thing. Carrie Fisher, freaking Princess Leia from Star Wars, does it. I would lose my mind on that flight. I would <laughs> I be know. like, oh my gosh, they're giving her mouth to mouth and pounding her chest or whatever they're going to do. I know it's too soon, yeah. even for me now. But I want to see her force ghost. I'd be looking around. <laughs> <laughs> you would look around for her force ghost. <laughs> Shut up. 
That is too soon, but also funny as hell. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, you, you, <laughs> it's better than what I came up with was, is there a doctor on the plane or or can Obi-Wan Kenobi help her? He's her only go. hope. Yeah. He's only out there. The only go. hope. That's the only one. Uh, real quick. Only we because gotta, we love oh. her so much could we yes. ever even. No, of course. Of, of course. I don't yeah. think even so, had to disclaim uh, that. We but. joke with love. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The one the one that always uh, gets me is the hip-hop artist Juice World. Uh, oh, yeah. uh, Juice World, I think, was flying from L.A. to Chicago or maybe the other direction. But yeah. what, whichever way he was going, he was, like, really, really ill. Like, he had the flu, and it was bad. Yeah. And he uh, overdosed on, like, DayQuil or something. Like, right. he, he just, like, gave himself too much dangerous. He had, he had other had stuff. The, he had he, other stuff in him at the time too, which contributed. Right, but, but you're right. He was. Just it, you can get overdosing. Tylenol poisoning from Dayquil, which actually what I did, and I had to go to the hospital one time for that because I didn't realize that Dayquil is just as dangerous as Nyquil. It can be. Well, just like, yeah. You know what I like? like? I like the Zequil. That's what I like. Mmm, yeah, tasty. <laughs> yeah, it makes it makes you sleep. Yeah. And uh, and day yeah, and Nyquil Zero is my favorite. Nyquil oh. Zero. <laughs> yeah, way way fewer That's calories. Great. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's good for your diabetics and your you know people are trying That's to right. avoid the sugars. Exactly. I yeah. get it. Uh, they, we had a really awesome DC Marvel crossover here. Uh, we got uh, Rachel McAdams. Who was in yes. uh, uh, the the Doctor um, uh, Strange? Doctor Strange, yeah, the yep, two Doctor Stranges, and uh, so we got her, and then you got uh, 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 Brian Cox, who was a looking looking good yep. boy. Yeah. I nice, think nice Brian dark Cox hair. Yeah. What, ha- what, oh, what really? happened to him yeah. between this movie and like a minute later when yeah. he got old? I think he yeah, looked, yeah, exactly. he looked good, but boy, his his hair. It's like uh, yes, can I can I uh, get the pedophile, please? Uh, just a little. <laughs> yeah. well, I didn't say he didn't have the pedophile. And and please shave the sideburns, but yeah. make sure you grow the beard out past beyond the ears yeah. on the chin. He but also he walked nowadays. out of, he walked out of Sally's with a few hair dyes. Yeah. But he just <laughs> looks so but he looks so much older like 5 minutes later. He looked yeah. He looked so older. I think here. he looked older as Striker. Like and that was years yeah, okay. before yeah, this. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, he's he's just, you know, whatever. You change a guy's hair, it changes everything, but he's in it. So you got Striker and then you got Murphy Who's the DC side? You got the yeah. Scarecrow. Scarecrow. Yeah. yeah. Right. So I always like seeing that when we got a lot of comic booky people hanging out in the same Jack show. Ribner. Jackson Ribner. Ribner. <laughs> Jackson Ribner. Yeah. That's a great name. I, you know what I hate? I, we talked about this, but was it uh, Laura Johnson was the blonde woman? And yeah. I, she's kind of our chick in the bucket because. Oh, sure. I mean, I, I, she just. Kept seeming like she was going to be a bigger part of the story in just nothing. Scarf Lady? Yeah. I don't about? know. No, the lady, the lady yeah, with the bag, the bag in the overhead. Yeah. yeah. Scarf, yeah, lady. Scarf Lady. Okay. Yeah. All right. So like, she, uh, yeah. I, I, You know what? Fair point. She was there for get the thing in the overhead and thank him profusely and then take my scarf. That was your She was a distraction, much. essentially. Yeah, did she? I mean, I certainly wasn't at the end of the movie saying, gosh, I wonder what happened with her. Yeah. <laughs> right. Did she ever I, get her I was, scarf back? Yeah. I wondered what happened to her because I kept waiting on her to be like a secret agent or something. And she was also because she oh, was just always sure. up into business. And every if you watch really closely, it was funny. If you watch really closely, when she walks down the aisles, there's other men 
who keep turning around and staring at her butt as she walks by. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know what was going on there, but I felt like the movie was trying to tell me, like, this person's important for me. Maybe we lost I wanted I wanted I wanted old Angela Patton to be that. The you know the, oh, in, yeah. the innkeeper from Groundhog Day. Oh yeah. Will you be staying in Puxatani Long? Yeah. <laughs> she died the same time as actually, Carrie Fisher, by the way. But anyway, keep God, I loved her so like, much. Like what if yeah. she turned out to be a sky marshal? That would have been fun. Oh man, she'd pull a gun out of that stupid doctor what's his name book and Dr. Phil, Phil. Yeah, she just she was just yeah. a Dr. Phil reader. Yeah, pick it out and go. Hey, just hold still. I'm a cop. I'm no, a she's cop. great. She's good in everything she was ever in, and uh, she died she's, at 83. Nice long life. So, oh, yeah, she's so enjoyable though. Yeah, she's great. I yeah, and uh, Jamma Mays is is Cynthia. She just plays a perfect. Okay, I got questions about her. Can we talk about this for a second? Because I yes. she is so infinitely familiar to me but i went and looked Probably at her entire imdb and i don't think i've seen hardly any of the stuff she says she's in or that says she's in oh but, she's yeah. in. like you don't but believe it there oh, is she's not in none of these. oh i'm sure no. she's in all of them but she's in something that i know is way more prominent for her role and i i can't for find sure it. there's Did something you watch the yeah Millers? we had the same we had tina and i had the same thing we're like who is she what do we know her from we're looking through her imdb none of this we didn't watch glee we didn't watch you know ugly Dude, betty ghost Bl- you have watched paul blart though right i mean i yeah, saw in paul passing, blart one but time it's not but that. i didn't remember anybody from it no like even kevin james she was the love it. interest right she was amy Right, she was the main one. Maybe, that, but that's not it. It's something bigger. It's wait, something okay. more prominent. I cannot put my finger on it. Maybe yeah. it's this movie. Maybe I saw this movie. This movie though. was only her second credit. Uh, yeah. She she kind of you know never really rose back to this level. If you if you look at her list, she's, she's in, in a lot of TV and small, yeah, very she's in small that things. New, uh, that disenchanted business that's on Disney Plus now. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh well, if you go, you know, it's it's just the fact that she looks like somebody else. I mean, there's comparisons to Anna Faris. She's definitely got a little Anna Faris in her. But I think this is the one that we're all thinking of. <laughs> Don't we all have um, a little Anna Faris? I'm going to paste in from uh, totallylookslike.com, and it'll explain why we think we've seen uh, Jayma Mays before. <laughs> okay, this makes perfect sense then. Now okay. that you say it, because oh I think she, she looks so like Brian Bambi. Ibbett, yeah, Brian <laughs> Ebbett has shown us a comparison between this actress and Bambi, the deer. Yeah. You nailed it. It's funny, because if you if you do a search for it, Jayma Mays looks like, it's the second Bambi. result. Oh, that is hilarious. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. But yeah, no, there is there is some other actress that she totally looks like. It's, you know. The cell phone little, lady? Maybe. The one the one uh, for AT&T that, yeah, uh, yeah I know Maybe. exactly what you're talking about. Uh I mean, I saw. I, guess I remember from. I've watched Paul Blart so many times, and I've watched Epic Movie a pretty good bit. So it, she just looked like those characters to me. So maybe, yeah. maybe I'm thinking of. Uh, so she was in 34 episodes of The Millers, but I never saw The Millers. See, these are all things I just didn't see, and she's had plenty no, of work. She's all been yeah. very, and- very prominent in Glee. That's the that's the one shot is yeah. And I never saw Glee. Remember from Glee? Four episodes max of Glee, and (laughs) you saw more than I did. You saw more than I did, so I I I really can't explain it. Why the why the Glee hates? Did it make you sad? Was there no Glee in the Glee for you? Yeah, there was no Glee in the Glee hate. They they lost me when they uh, when they you you keep going. This isn't fame. (laughs) When they redid Jonathan Colton's baby got back and didn't give him credit, and when they redid uh, um. Oh, what was it? The Beach Boys, God Only Knows, and didn't give 
shoot, who's the the uh, acapella vocalist? Oh, I'm never going to remember her name, but didn't give her credit either. <laughs> it was like, oh, okay, well, you know, no one's ever heard of these people. We could totally just do their covers, and it'll sound fresh because we've got, you know, NBC backing because nobody will ever right. have heard of these in the mainstream. So. Uh, How did yes. you feel about what was that? Uh, what was that musical cop show? What was that? Uh, cop rock, cop rock, cop rock. What did you feel about that? Had you yeah. a show of the eighties? Yeah. Okay, just quite, just asking. Okay, just checking uh, the, the temperature. I can't remember what it was. Whatever it was, <laughs> I, I don't remember 90s, that at all. I don't. I've heard of it. I've never seen it. I have no idea what Stephen like. Botchko. I wonder if ABC that's streaming thing? anywhere because that's. I'm sorry. That that's a Botchko like, joint, really? Yeah, 1990 yeah. cop rock. Yeah. Uh, was it ABC or something? <laughs> place? Yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah. Me, that was a- no. I wish I was kidding. Yeah. yeah, maybe we need to watch this for one of our watch alongs if it's streaming somewhere someday. I don't know. It is, it doesn't appear to be, but uh, not even on one of our we favorite. Could, we could get the complete series for 18 bucks on right. On <laughs> oh, that's some great actors in there. You had the yeah, the, it was C- the love boat of his time, right? CCH the- Pounder was in that, <laughs> Ronnie Cox. Oh man, James McDaniel, love him. Yeah, I don't know anything about cop rock. Yeah, yeah, I've never, I never saw it. Uh, I just want to, I just want to come back to Jamie Mays as the, the little little woman back at the hotel. Um, it's a, it's a a really interesting trope. Uh, because you don't, it's two tropes. One, you don't know that Lisa is the big, the big damn hero. The whole movie, you don't know. You just think she's just a victim. She's getting beaten up in a plane. You just don't realize that she's going to end up being an action hero by the end of this thing. Right. And because of that, you don't realize that Cynthia is the hero's sidekick. And they, they throw that into the movie way too late because uh, when, when you finally get that awesome stinger, of the two of them walking in slow motion across the hotel lobby, which you would not be in if there had been an explosion in a hotel. You would not be inside no, the hotel. People would be like, eh, you were okay. We're we're you know we're thirty floors below all the where the yeah, stuff just happened. We're happening. totally fine here. Yeah, but when you gone. finally get to that moment with the with the cool sidekick moment, it's too it's too late. You you haven't had time to catch up with what these characters actually are, and that's a shame because yeah. they're badass. I, yeah. You know, I think I maybe I'm not sure. I've seen this movie before, so I kind of knew where it was going. I couldn't remember a lot of it. it's been years since I've seen it. But immediately when I saw the opening scenes and they were showing and they were showing her childhood photos and stuff. And I'm like, oh, yeah, there she's going to use that skill from that photo. Yeah, she's used skills from this photo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's going to kick trash. Oh, she's got a scar on her chest. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's got some emotional trauma. Yeah. It was troping it up pretty hard. But I'm not it, sure though. if that's because I knew like I could have some residual memories or if I was just picking it up. I think it's pick, it's easily pick, picked up, but I also think, yeah. I actually think it worked really well. I think she was, both I love that kind of stuff. Kind of very, vulnerable. very well telegraphed beforehand. This yeah. will be yeah. important later on. I think she's yeah. vulnerable. I love when that happens. She's vulnerable and badass at the same time. And I, like I, that. I love that they ended up making it home alone for a few minutes. It's like, <laughs> Oh, you're in my yeah. house now, bitch. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know, home. Good thing. My dad didn't read you my room. Cause I know exactly <laughs> I know where my stuff is. is. And we had a five minute conversation by the beginning of the movie. That's how you know. 
There really was no wasted line in the first 15 minutes of this movie. There was no, not a single thing that didn't get reused by the script later to explain the end. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty, pretty tight. Very tight. tight. I loved it. Very tight. Very, very great pacing. Never felt like I, I never got bored. It was just like, bam, 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 bam. Let's go. Let's go. And yeah. uh, boy, when he hit her in the head, they're sitting in the chair. Oh, that oh, first headbutt! Holy cow! That yeah. was rough. His hair flies around. You have to have like kind of loose hair to make that look effective, right? Yeah. And he did. It's like I love when movies, uh, movies do something so dumb and just go on and and never even explain it. This movie depicted him as cutting his forehead and cutting it enough that the huge drop of blood is running down his face. Yeah, and then his forehead's fine. Rest of the yeah. movie. You never once see a cut on his forehead, even yeah, though if you ever cut your forehead, boy, it is going to bleed profusely. And you're yeah. going to see the wound like this movie. The rest of the movie takes place in about four hours. Yeah. And like he's he is mended. This guy is Wolverine. <laughs> he really is. Because, I mean, if it you get it, just get was a above the hairline, basically, is the right. deal. That's yeah. where the, the problem was. At the end, he, if, did, if he had not enough time to heal to have his magic mutant healing heal his freaking uh, neck hole. But but the yeah, uh, there's the no way bone. if I get a neck, if I get a pin in the neck, I'm not moving for at least a week. I'm just going <laughs> to lay there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It really fired him up. Also, he's the most. Uh, they his name is Jack, but he should be called Jack Tripper because that dude tripped on everything. <laughs> he tripped on the girl's like uh, luggage when she kicked it out to the yeah. side. That Kicked was pretty out. funny. It made me laugh. Yeah. And then later is at the house fall, and the same thing happens. all over the house. Yeah. yeah. He's just tripping on everything, which. So is there, is there a requisite limit to, uh, to at least one person who's either never flown before or is flying cross country by themselves as a child in, in these movies? There's always oh, a kid like flying the, by themselves. Yeah. Sure. You need the, the, oh my gosh, I'm so nervous about my, my first flight kind of right. character. Yeah. 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 And, it's, and, and you're going to meet them all. That's the cra- That's the thing about this trope. If you're going to put all the different uh, stereotypes into a flight, you yeah. also have to have one of the people, your main character on the flight, meet every single one of them. Like, have you ever been on a flight where you met more than two <laughs> the people? person next to you? Oh, God, no. <laughs> you know? not to meet the person next to me <laughs> yeah yeah and this particular flight by the way had the most interactive staff that ever flew they're Golly. so they're everywhere There's- they're talking to you oh i just wanted to check in on you are you kidding yeah. that's never is, happened i think the last time i flew i think we got a drink and nuts and i saw them once that was it this yeah, place yeah. had like yeah. we got coffee we got vodka we got what do you want we got yeah, everything they got everything imagine. and, and we'll they do and, and they the do aisles. hand signals you get the lady over there telling you to sit down she's like yeah. mouthing it and sit down never seen that that was new yeah for any plane ride I've yeah. ever been no, on. No, and it's like they would not do it quietly. They get yeah. on the they get on the speaker and say, the captain has not turned off the fastened seatbelt light, so everybody should be sitting down right now. Mm-hmm. This is why you can't make a movie on a plane, is because there's enough people that's been on planes. We're just gonna call bullshit on <laughs> yeah, everything right, you exactly. It's gonna be way more cramped. Like, oh, there's <laughs> right. barely enough width of the aisle for one person to to walk down, let alone two. They did yeah. use yeah. a cool technique I thought that was kind of both obvious but also cool and that was during the scenes where kind of things were quiet on the plane mm. and i just put a thing in our discord yeah. they always lit him he was yeah. always yes that up. was fu- i thought he's that was kind of light neat. on yeah. And, yeah and he's aimed it at his face there's something about how yeah. that looked in contrast to every other seat 
that I yeah totally yeah. thought was a cool. Yeah, like I said, cool this, the 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 visual language in this movie was very everything in this movie was clear. It's like no, you're not missing anything. It's coming straight yeah. at you. Hour and twenty five minutes, and that's with ten minutes of credits. Yep. So this thing is whew, is super tight. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Concise is nice. Uh as I always say. And, hey. and, and Scott, <laughs> yeah. I mean Killian Murphy is just always good. He's he's not he like like he really knows how to pick scripts and really knows what to do with the characters he chooses. And this is going back to him being like he's like twenty six when they made this movie. And he was already just such a legendary performer. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah. We're what a few a few years after uh twenty eight days later, which was a real breakout in the States for him. Um, or worldwide, I should say. This yeah. is interesting because there's a little trivia about this. Uh, Killian or Cillian Murphy, however the hell you say it. Killian, I said, Killian. Killian, Murphy. Killian Murphy wanted the role of Jackson so bad that he took a plane from England to Hollywood two days before his wedding to have lunch with Wes Craven. Craven, Craven later gave him the part, saying it was his eyes that won him over. Well, yeah, sure. His eyes are crazy. Guys, have you guys, dreamy, yeah. dreamy eyes. Uh, yeah. Have you guys seen the trailer for Red Eye? No. Oh, it's like a no, rom com. It's, it's weird. It's, yeah. it's oh, wait, great. Really? Is it's that weird. like it's like intentionally make you think it's a rom com? Yeah, kind of. I mean, they, by, yeah, the, by the end, it, they give you, you know, they, they kind of sure. drop the ball, but it, it, you wouldn't yeah. know for like the, the first minute and a half of that trailer. It's crazy. And it's playing out the movie like in, in micro. And it's like at the end of it, they zoom in on Killian Murphy's eye and it turns red. And then you got like a scene that's not even in the movie. Her hand hits on the glass. It's like an outside shot and her hand hits on the glass. Like, yeah, like, like, like Wes like, Craven. Like, you're like, huh. it's Wes Craven. <laughs> 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 That's awesome. It's actually really uh, worth it, seeing. It's good. It's really cool. And and I I hate to just keep asking this question, but like because like this was the whole point of my intro. It, he didn't need to. The meat cute didn't need to be part of the plot. Like it, he's really taking a lot of risks uh, before getting on the plane, right? Like it's not necessary. You're 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 gonna your plot is going to work as long as you sit next to this woman. Right. And then do what you're going to do. All of that stuff in the airport is just like, it's just like movie. It's, it's a movie. It's, it's not, its own movie. It's not what, <laughs> yeah. do, you know? <laughs> no, I agree. I just think it, uh, you're right. They go out, they go to the great lengths to, to, uh, you know, make him charming and he buys her drink at the bar and, uh, oh, we've run into each other again. He defends her when the guy's being a dick and, and all that stuff. Is it necessary? No, but I'm glad because it makes me hate him more. Yeah, because like, you know, because he says he's been watching her for so eight deceitful. Weeks. He, yeah, he knows the, a lot about her, but not everything. And uh, yeah, I it's I a it lull into a false sense of security for. Her. I feel like it's yeah, you know, it, if nothing else, it's just to throw her off guard for the first few minutes there on the flight before he turns. Yeah. And it's not, it's it's kind of amazing. Once, once the, her, her full story is revealed, it's kind of amazing that she will let anybody close to her. It's only been two years since she was raped and stabbed, essentially that she would even entertain a rope. So she's probably just now getting on the rebound from thinking about that kind of, was there a rape? I didn't think there was a rape. Was there? Yeah, no, she said she was raped. Yeah. Oh, I missed that part. Crap. That's the reason why I'm not a victim, buddy. Guys. Dang, that's much hard, more hardcore. I didn't realize that. Okay, so mm-hmm. so uh, so yeah, like we know, right? We know we're gonna get this dude's gonna snap and turn out to be totally different than what she thinks. But right. it's part of the fun of going. No, don't let him do. Oh crap, he's sitting next to her now. <laughs> oh crap, he's yeah. She doesn't know what's coming. Like 
That's if you're yelling that's, at the screen, they made the movie right. Yeah, I think that's what yeah. I think that's what you're supposed to feel. At least I yeah. think. Um, sure. Yeah. It just the whole plot. Sure. The whole thing. <laughs> it depends on there not being another working phone anywhere on that plane. Like, well, I mean, well, yeah. when, when it goes down, they kind of all go down. Sure, but I'm saying like from the moment from the go, like we sit down and he tells her what he's what what's going on. All she has to do is get another person on the plane to use the phone, right? Like mm-hmm. it's done. Wait, We're good. Wait, 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 okay, let's, no. let's talk about it for a second. Which, what what phone? Like the the in flight phones or yeah, the, the in flight phones. phones? Yeah, the flight. Yeah. Phones. So get get someone else to use to use the phone. phone. Yeah, yeah. For what? To turn around and scream. I need someone to pick the phone up and. Put a credit card into it and call nine one one. Like that's but, it. like it's just like but wouldn't that wouldn't that kill her dad? Phone. But that'd no. kill her dad, right? No, it no, wouldn't. because he's just told her if you don't do what I what I sell you, I have to call my guy. <laughs> to, like how's he gonna? How's he well, gonna? I thought, use it, the I thought phone? it was that's the reverse. He would if he didn't yeah, call. If he doesn't hear from him, they then. flipped it. He, yeah. he he. It's kind of a. It's kind of weird because I thought I heard the same thing too, but I'm not sure if I did. And I need to go back and watch, but no, he says the, he makes he makes a point a lot of times. Say he never lies. Did he lie in that instance? Because the, uh, up until that point, he didn't lie about anything. So does he lie or not? Well, because yeah, but in this but in this me. case, he he actually made mention of the fact that it, he needs to hear from me for me to to, to stop yeah, yeah. his the killing. second yeah, that's time. Why the assassin, he definitely that's why the assassin's it. on the doorstep because he hadn't heard from from exactly. Uh, right. So did he actually yeah. lie? That's why I was worried. Because that was, worried, was, I, I was hours previously. later. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, the assassin finally makes his move hours later. I'm saying that is if she later? if she just raises any alarm and there is another working phone on the plane, <laughs> then we're we're good. Like she she gets right out of this predicament. It's you, the dumbest predicament. Do you think I, do, do you think mm, he kept his phone yeah. at low battery uh and and and, uh, and also it. a piece of shit phone? Like do you think that was on purpose? <laughs> right. Because boy, no, really... I, because I think it's way like everybody, so, everybody it's, had it's phones that were nearly out of battery power back then. <laughs> you ever yeah, yeah. It was a, it was a I didn't I didn't appreciate how they were treating Nokia in this movie. It was right? <laughs> they did Nokia dirty, you think? A little yeah, bit? Yeah, yeah, that's bullshit. Okay. I don't know. I mean Nokia's yeah. I'm trying to remember if my candy bar phone those you know. things were those things were rocks. I always had a signal and the batteries lasted for an eternity. Yeah. Well they're two years yeah. away from s- smartphones here. I think right. maybe in 05 you could get a, a trio or whatever. Sort of smart. It is yeah. it is fun to go back in time and watch a movie where people talk on the phone. It's just fun. Like yeah. people talk on the phone in older <laughs> movies yeah. and they yeah. don't like, right. there's really not, a, there's no need to no. talk on phones anymore. I can tell, I can tell when I want to go see a movie or not. There's a movie currently playing. I can't remember what it was called, but I do know that the poster featured prominently uh, a text screen. So someone was texting back and forth with text. I'm like, I'm not going to see that. I'm not going to watch a movie and watch people text. I don't find that engaging yeah. at all. Yeah. Not even, not even when you're probably talking about, I think it's called missing. It's a, the woman yes, who that's the one. is trying to track down the woman is trying to track down her mother Mom, and then finds yeah. out that there's, but it's one of those, like there was another one that uh, I think was called searching uh, missing searching. I'm seeing a theme. I think it's by, same, think it same, by the same director. Same yeah. Okay, uh, and his name is Nick Johnson Scott. Oh no way! Oh I, look at that! He's wow. been mid- moonlighting. <laughs> had no idea. <laughs> but yeah, it's, the whole movie is told through browser screens and text message screens and presumably YouTube and and Zoom I'm, and stuff like I that. I am I am very much, uh, and I'm probably not to eat these words. I prefer movie with. 
facial expressions and people speaking <laughs> out loud people and emotions. People emoting, I like to see yeah. people's faces and reactions. That's where I, yeah, it, it, it'll be experimental. It's not like you're going to suddenly see oh. all of Hollywood adopt this, but the way they do it now, no. like in a TV show or a movie now, if they're trying to express this kind of intense like exchange that we used to do over a phone on the plane or on our stupid cell phones that were going out of battery or whatever, the way they do it now is right. they have that stuff pop up on screen so you can read yes. it. Right. Superimposed and text messages. Ms. The, the show Ms. Marvel did it great with like those text messages showing up not as little word balloons but as things in the background of the two characters texting yeah, each other. Yeah, that so I liked. Like I thought that was great. Neon signs and the bodega and, and you know, yeah, stuff like that. We're currently in the backlash to it. There, were, there was a whole decade the 2010s where it seemed like everything was going to whatever is the hot new thing right a bunch of movies yeah. about people who were live streaming and found out there's a crime and they got to solve right. it or whatever and like we're in the backlash now and a, a lot of writers are like okay i'm gonna make a prestige television series and i'm gonna take all my actors and send them to a resort and keep That's them right. all together where they don't have to text each other or call each other they're gonna all be within sight of each other yeah <laughs> Or, or yeah. what you do is you do just do acting. you do period stuff. You do you're like oh well, our thing set yeah. in the '70s. Sweet, you can do the same crime right. story set it in the '70s. Now people got to use the damn freaking payphones and those. There are so right. many right. series that are set between the Gilded Age and the Industrial Revolution <laughs> <laughs> right now. Like it's crazy how much how much TV like these prestige te- television series, right? Like yeah. and they have names like 1883, 1919, or whatever, right? Yeah. Like you just get away from all this tech. I just you can I have think the I, it just isn't um, the problem with it is it's just too present. So like when you when you want to try to get me all invested in a story where everything's hinging on them texting back and forth, it yeah. just feels too much like I'm talking to my mom or something. It's like I this yeah, is because now. it becomes and it's first a short person too, right? Yeah. yeah, it comes first person instead of third person where you're like watching a. There's there's places to make storytelling like that. I well, I don't I like I said I'm just giving it a hard time. But I yeah, want to come back to that, like Brian. That. Okay. So yeah. looking at, at movies that have had a sort of gimmick, right? Like the right. the whole searching and and um, uh, and missing movies are based around a gimmick of, hey, we're going to tell the entire story in browsers and stuff like that. Right, right. Are there? Can you think of any gimmick movies that had some sort of we're gonna we're gonna basically put ourselves in this? limitation this world yes. and not it's called Blair Witch Project and I love hate it I loved it during the day okay. they're experimental not not something I want to go you know what I would like to do experience Blair Witch again really Brian no li- not really I like I like found footage movies but I, yeah you're, you're right yeah. they're usually kind of one and done for me but I'll give you an example yeah. I love the movie Host which came out in 2020 no, that's good that's really good. And uh, the whole thing's told over Zoom. It's set during the early days of the pandemic and it's a bunch of friends mm-hmm. getting together to do some seance thing but that's like a self framing, thing. right? Keep di- like what keeps dying on yeah. Zoom at a time. Right? It's extremely yeah. well still, done. You still got people's faces. Right? Oh yeah, no, no, no. It's still all yeah, about yeah. the people's performances, yeah. and it and would you suck still have, without you it. You still but. have people. You still have the characters' faces in in missing, missing the current searching. thing because okay. searching whatever it's called because <laughs> um, she still has to react to the news, and so you're seeing her face over Zoom as she's talking to like said, a detective or just or showing sure. my ignorance. Yeah. Well, oh, no, not at all. <laughs> Uh, how about you, Randy? Any any gimmick movies that, that uh, you know these things was like? Hey, we're going to try and do a whole movie. Cloverfield and all that stuff is fantastic. Cloverfield's yeah. a good one. I like yeah. uh, 
uh, I think we watched it Nick of Time with uh, Johnny oh, yeah, Depp, where good. there's a clock superimposed on the. Did we watch that for? Yeah, here? we watched. Or did we? Or did we try to? I can't remember now. I thought we did. We might have. I watched it. Walk in um, I know. You, how about that one with the first person view, Henry? Oh, hardcore yeah, Henry? Yeah. Oh. That's a gimmick. It's uh, not a tech uh, gimmick. Jet, Harry, hard Harry. Harry or? Hard Hat Harry. That's hard the, Hat Harry. Hard Killing Harry. Hard Killing Harry. But that was the whole you're close. The, the gimmick there was you'll never change from his first person view. He's running all the time. It never stops. Like yeah. I, yeah. It's not quite the same, but it's this gimmick of... It's not the kind of thing you actually see every movie go, oh, we're all going to adopt this new way of t- storytelling. Hardcore, it's always going to be hardcore Henry. Hardcore yeah, Henry. Hardcore Henry. Yeah, That's yeah. right. I do like the paranormal activity concept. Like, I yeah, like if you, if you took all the paranormal activity movies and made a supercut of yeah. just the best little moments. I would think that's really, really great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It and loses itself on me after about 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. I just don't, that, that gimmick doesn't work anymore, sure. but I really did, you know, is it? I think, I think yeah. horror kind of is pretty good with occasional flashes of that where you're outside and you're watching somebody become a victim and it makes you feel helpless. So I think that kind of works in lots of right. And I, I feel like so much of this goes back to the Truman Show. For some reason, mm. I always think of that as like starting something. Mm. Like we it got all these. It was certainly big thinking about yeah. about what you know what it, that would be like. You know, right. maybe uh, not the first, but certainly one of the biggest. Oh yeah, uh, most I recognized the, as we started seeing. Oh yeah, we're always going to be in front. I still that movie's, I, that movie's now twenty five years old. Oh my yeah. lord! It's oh, such, is it really <laughs> such a great movie? <laughs> wow, such a good movie. Another one that I would recommend people check out. I talked about it last year a little bit, but this twenty twenty two game uh, game. It's almost a game. A uh, movie called Deadstream, where this dude uh, oh, yeah. goes. It's very Sam Raimi is the best way I can describe it. Like it's, I felt like Sam Raimi had a hand in it. He didn't. It's very independent, but. Um, this guy live streams from inside a, funny enough, a house in a place called Pleasantville, Utah. But anyway, this old haunted oh. place in the middle of the woods. And he live streams the whole thing because he's this huge influencer guy. And it's like a ste- it's like a Twitch platform, but they have to call it something else because they couldn't get the rights. <laughs> uh, but they do it they, they do it with knowledge of how all that shit works. So it's not like the net where everything doesn't work that way. Oh, it it yeah. does work the way he makes it work. And he uses yeah. these like... Go, multiple GoPro cameras and it's all tied to his his portable 5G rig he carries on his back and it ends up being one of the most disturbing and kind of funny uh, <laughs> horror movies and I and I went in going I'm going to hate this because of the stupid concept and I came out going mm-hmm. I was wrong that was actually really I, good well <laughs> I, I looked at this on it was on Shutter right you, you on had, Shutter uh, yeah you, you I think they call it a Shutter original now they they paid for the rights to have it there always but yeah and. What really struck me about that movie was it's it's going to look terribly dated 20, 30, 40 years from now. Like, there's yeah, just no way. It's, we're going to look back at, a, at something like that and go, oh, remember when remember when everybody thought they were going to be Mr. Beast? Oh, that's really fun. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's just, not just that. It'll be also, you know, we'll, we'll have a pair of uh, mixed reality lenses that do the entire rig for him now. And that'll that'll yeah. seem like sci-fi today, but then it'll seem... This will seem so antiquated, but if it's uh, lucky, it'll be a cult classic. Yeah. Did any, anybody here watch the movie Spree with uh, the dude from uh, Stranger Things that had the hair? You Is know, that the, the creation of oh, the yeah. candy the hair guy? The, the candy, do- <laughs> the great documentary about the candy that we all love. I wish, it, I wish it was. Oh, yes. Uh, no, it's about uh, an Uber driver who uh, rings his whole house with ca- uh, his whole house, his whole car with cameras, and then. 
goes on like a killing spree, but nice. he took it with the plan to go viral. And I think I haven't seen no it, ideas. I think the whole thing is told via the camera footage in his car. Brian, okay. I want I want you to do this to your to your lift car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really rig it out. I've got one in there now, by the uh, way. I just added it this week. It's a ring cam now in my uh right. They oh, have a cool. ring car cam. This and you looks keep sprees in your so, car. And turn you know what? I would watch this. This looks like something I want to see. I might watch this. this. Feels like something maybe we should do for films. Yeah, we kind of all want to see it. Just go in completely blind. Let's do it. It's got a, yeah. oh uh, David Arquette. Okay, cool. A couple of SNLs. Uh, Kyle Mooney, Sashir Zamata. Yeah, Misha Barton's in it. I like her. Yeah. I would watch. Uh, yeah, why not? I like that Joe Carey kid or Kiri. Yeah. He's got good Harry. hair, that kid. That hair on him and Stranger, <laughs> Stranger Things. Things. <laughs> good Lord. I tried yeah. for that in high school. I never could get it, but I no, tried. No, <laughs> You just have to have really thick. You yeah. got to use a Tegrin or Vidal Sassoon for that business. <laughs> oh, my Lord. I am going back in time now. Uh, does any? Okay, I got a question. In this movie, There's yeah. a. they make a landing uh, and they yeah. clap. And I remember thinking yeah. at the time and also again... I don't think I've ever been on a flight where everyone clapped when we landed. So this was oh my god, I've been on several post nine eleven. Yeah, <laughs> right. This was a thing. I, uh, so why and not why, to mention why, if it was a very turbulent ride, and sometimes that, when you have a very turbulent ride, you'll do that. Okay. Yep, like, that thanks. is exactly it. Like I, the planes that I've been on where that's happened, it's like oh my god, what a crappy rough landing or a crappy right. you know flying experience. But then once you land, then for whatever reason, the the yeah. whole. You're, you're applauding. The, you're applauding the staff. You're applauding the pilot. You're applauding everybody for not freaking the f out because all inside everybody's going, "Oh my god, we're gonna die." Did any? Did yeah, have any god, of you ever initiated die. the clap? Like Brian, did have you I ever initiated? No, I'm usually trying to get right, my baggage. Like, oh, we're doing this. We're going to do the slow clap until everybody joins me. Like, yeah, someone's got to start it. Somebody does have to start. It's true. Actually, yeah, yeah. I don't want to be so that guy I, though. Never. I yeah. never really thought about it. Like I went on hundreds of business trips after 9/11 and I never really thought about people clapping like because it just like the the flights would all start with the captain coming on uh, uh set before you even like get out onto the takeoff lane, right? The captain yeah. would get on the mic and say, uh you know, there's a uh, tell tell you about himself and talk about how we're all, you know, we're all Americans and we're going to, you know, we're going to get through this just troubled time together. We're all Americans. Like, right. Nobody on the flight, not American. <laughs> Raise your hand if you're not American. Not American. Yeah. I heard this captain's speech on so many flights, and it gets everybody in a mood, you know? Yeah. And so then, like, when the plane was landing, lots and lots of people would clap. Like, they wanted the captain to hear it. They wanted... Because they're now behind a locked door. Yeah. They wanted the captain of the flight, who had riled them up at the beginning, to hear that they were happy, you know? And, uh, you know, that's great and everything, but I never really thought about it until the pandemic started and everybody started going outside at sunset and banging on pots oh, sure. and stuff every evening. God, I forgot for about weeks. that. Yeah. And, then, and it was just like 9 11. I was like, oh, yeah. People really want to, you know, like they want to be an audience that is applauding. They really like, that's what people, people love desire. Clapping. Yeah. It's a weird human thing. Uh, this, this sense of like in both negative and positive ways, obviously there, you know, we could all be right. doing a Heil Hitler at the same time and that makes yeah. you feel good about your choices, <laughs> but you could all be I don't clapping. recommend it. Yeah. It's just, there's something about that unity or everyone laughing at the same time. Like at a comedy yeah. show, if only one guy's yeah. laughing, you're screwed. But right. if you're all laughing, right. Hey, we're all in this together. 
I like Woo-hoo. that misogynistic, terrible joke he just told. We're all laughing. Woo-hoo. <laughs> See, it's funny, right? It's yeah, funny. It's okay. It's, okay. it's, it's funny. Real funny. It's funny. We're all laughing. No. Uh, did you guys notice Chris Pine's dad in this movie? Hanging out there at the beginning. Oh, well, he was the. No, no. Well, what was he doing? He's the couple that was all complaining, and they gave two free nights to. And oh, oh that guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah, I got you. He used to yeah. be the. He was the chief of uh, of the LAPD uh, motorcycle brigade or whatever right. in Chips. That that was the other thing you know yes, from. Yes, I got oh, wow. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Robert Pine, I believe, is his name. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He as soon as he came on, I went ah, Chris Pine's dad. Look at him. Chris Pine. When you hear his voice later, you'll you'll kind of hear a little Chris Pine in his voice. It's weird. A little piney? A little it? piney, yeah. Is piney? The, did he speak? I mean, he was all, his, his wife was always the one. <laughs> yes, he absolutely spoke. Oh, yeah. They he had spoke. it up, right? Yeah. They were comment card. They wanted to <laughs> fill out a comment card. There was a lot Damn of comment cards. You. They reminded me this of the couple in the sadly now canceled uh, Avenue Five couple uh, oh, with the dude from oh. the office and the lady who's Why British you make but me played. Sad every uh, week? I know I was so sad. I heard that and yeah. I was just pissed. I loved that show for as long as we had it. Now there's really there's no closure on that thing. No. Yeah, no. I love it. I love it when an actor has uh, you know this long storied history, but it's like mostly one episode or two episodes of TV series, and then they they happen to make an appearance in a soap opera mm-hmm. because. Okay. Robert Pine was in 64 episodes of The Bold and the Beautiful, Good and Lord. that is nothing. That is nothing. Oh, 64 yeah. episodes is barely scratching your way into a soap opera. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, like with a soap opera, I think you have to have 500 episodes before you're considered yeah. anything. I, it's, it's usually I such just a, drove a down Wilshire Boulevard, and I was in 12 episodes of Daisy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Uh, so I was just looking at his thing. He's man, he's a busy dude. Cutting, what he's looking still at his thing. Robert Pine, Pine, still working, <laughs> still working, and lots of like prestige stuff, small stuff. Being being the Ricardos, he's in that. He was in. Um, uh, let's see here. He's in the the Magnum PI show that sadly went away. A uh, mm. bunch of other stuff. So he was in that Jobs movie, Steve Jobs deal. Oh yeah, yes. He's a busy. Uh, is that the Kutcher one? I can't remember which one. Was that with the no, Fassbender? That's fa- uh, actually you just made me want to look. Nope, Kutcher. Icon, You're right. <laughs> yeah, Icon was the Fassbender, right? That's right. Jobs was Kutcher, and uh, I haven't seen Kutcher. I haven't seen that one. Actually, I haven't seen either of those. I haven't seen Kutcher. <laughs> you ever seen Kutcher? <laughs> Dude, where's my Kutcher? <laughs> where's my Kutcher? Uh, anyway, so there's that. Also, um, uh, I was going to say, uh, oh, that missile. Okay. Right oh, up, yes. Right up until okay. that point of the movie, I felt like we were in, we were pretty grounded. Uh, no yes. pun intended with the plane uh, reference, but we were pretty grounded most of the movie. Pretty believable. A lot of intense, very close up, intimate kind of, kind of a, uh, of a thriller, right? Like it's, it's, yeah. it's very much in the faces and you're two inches from each other all the time. And that's kind of what the movie is. And then yeah. suddenly we're fishing up a missile and we're Red flying alert. across yes. the ocean and it turns yeah. into freaking Die Hard. It was insane, that bit. Nobody alert. will ever look this direction while we <laughs> yeah. fire this missile into the side of a hotel. Yeah. Well, and, <laughs> and nobody will ever be able to trace the, the smoke trail back to this boat. I, and nobody will ever be able to meet us on shore. With <laughs> and, these, and these cops that go and inspect them, right? Because they, they yeah. realize, oh, that's a that's a threat. That's a huge threat. Yeah. Look at that. There's yeah. one boat in the entire, on all of Miami Beach. <laughs> right. There's one boat. Like, one what? Boat. Wow, what a strange day. 
day. You would definitely let them uh, continue fishing because this is America, gosh dang it. But you sure enough would be like 20 you, foot away from yeah, them. Going, you could just park. A no, mile go ahead and fish. We're watching. Could, yeah. Yeah. We just <laughs> yeah. parked ourselves over here and they were, they had really funny markings too. They, it didn't say Coast Guard. It didn't say Miami police. It yeah. said something it, it, like, it would have been, I think it would have been Broward County Sheriff is actually who you would have sent out there, but it was somebody else. And it was I like, just, like the boat said something like coast, coast police or something coast, you know, like, yeah. And, and like, why, why did you guys just like look around their any, boat and leave? Right. <laughs> any, any, any coast police would have recognized immediately that these guys weren't out there for a fishing trip. None of those guys were wearing like, you know, cut off t-shirts or nothing. They, none of them look like real fishermen but yeah, i'll tell you like- this also i was laughing the whole time because from the very beginning by the time that guy got that rocket launcher on his on his shoulder i'm like that thing has to smell like so much fish it was boxed with frozen fish and <laughs> yeah. then it was in the ocean yeah. and they fished it out Ooh, yeah, it would that thing far better if they as- would have unwrapped like saran wrap or something like had it wrapped up in something like yeah god yeah that's gross oh speaking Scott, of gross were you gonna were you gonna pick it the the actual rocket launcher like it wouldn't do that no that didn't bother me so much as it just it was, it was obviously, top, right? yeah, it was just really over the top. And the way that that's kind of weird half CG looking attempt to, or, you know, make it look first person yeah. coming at the building. And then the guy standing in the way and seeing it and going, like, I don't know, that whole bit. You call it. You- you called it because you sent us that animated GIF on our Discord ch- channel. Oh, the code red? The, yeah, the code red. <laughs> when they do code red, all of a sudden, everybody has this scramble. And yeah, it's it was so like, they were just like running around like Benny Hill. It was yeah. so, that yeah. was, that was all totally dumb. This guy totally flails dumb. his arms like, <laughs> it was all real dumb, and yeah. but I liked it in the end. Could, I was fine Yeah, with because it. you could tell it was a really thin part of the story, and yeah. they portrayed it. Just as that, just it was as thin. Yeah, super I, thin. Yeah, I I said it at the beginning. I want to say it again. They these guys are very well funded. They have somehow acquired an FGM one forty eight javelin. That is a very expensive wet weapons platform. I don't know Not how that they, you know. I, I'm just saying. <laughs> Not that I've ever purchased one myself. You see, the the missile is estimated to uh, run you a hundred grand. Mm-hmm. The missile, right? Probably worth it. The that guy's system, a douche. The system yeah. that fires the missile is more like a quarter of a million. Yeah. To, like just the 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 whole launcher part. Yeah. Yeah. And they just drop it back in the ocean as they're fleeing. They're just well, like they're like they're the luxury hotel of terrorists. That's yeah. that was the the uh, the comparison they were making constantly, sure. right? That he's a professional, she's a professional, he's never lied to her. And, you know, they're just doing their job. It's not personal, but now it's personal. Yeah. And I think they actually fired a rocket and filmed it because, like, oh, that I believe looked, it. there was a, there was a really good shot of it a hangs, rocket like, flying. Yeah, those things, it's interesting because they seem to hang a little bit first and then the, then the thrusters kind of kick in and get it going to where it needs to go. Yeah. I wonder if they, I wonder if they, this was video game footage. And was oh. it that good back then? No, I don't think so. Not no fun. It looked good, though. Nowadays, I thought it looked pretty good. Nowadays, a lot of what you, this kind of thing, if you see this kind of thing in a movie, you're looking at video game footage that's been morphed into the, maybe, into the I, live I don't stuff. know. I mean, they may have done that. They're doing that now. You know, the way they use Unreal to create all sorts of stuff now is pretty insane in Hollywood. But back then, I don't know. Just all of that felt like, ah, oh, shit, we got to have this scene. So I don't know. Throw right. 10 grand at it and let's see if we can make they, it work. And it this is pers- always a dangerous time when things start becoming. Uh, they when when things progress to a certain point that they're just really easy to kind of 
get out the door. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like Photoshop. Like when you first get Photoshop, it's like, I'm going to edit some of my photos and you, you process and it comes out and it's got like every filter in the book. And you're like, okay, I need to back it down a little bit. And so I feel like that's what was probably happening this time. Yeah, I mean, you just drop your quarter of a million dollar anti-tank <laughs> platform right. into the ocean. Right into the ocean. It just yeah. offended me. It offended you? Yeah. Aww. It still smells Aww. fishy. Well, if, every, if, if Scott's been looking things up, he's not even. No, no, no. I'm ready to do. I'm ready to tell you what's gross because you said fish. I was going to ask okay. you if there was uh, something gross. Oh, 100%. So, gross. Right. so yeah, any guesses? It, to me, it feels obvious, but, I, you know, I have. Those, that, that fish gun. Nope. <laughs> no, 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 no fish gun. I'll tell no, you. I was I yeah. was pretty grossed out when uh, the two of them were in the airplane bathroom together. I yeah. just felt like he at this point, by this point, he doesn't smell good anymore. And he was just really in my face. He was really all he's all over her. He's like wiping soap off the mirror. Right. Yeah. And he's not really he's not really doing much. He's just spreading it around. Do you, do you wash your hands in the bathroom at in the air air? Airplane. Yes, yes. You, you do. Okay. Oh hell yes. yes! I mean, I don't okay. go in there very often. I, I, I bring my, I, I bring my, my own. Time. I bring my own stuff. I bring oh, my own, own stuff, like your own soap and water. Little squeeze. No, not soap and water. You just do the, uh, the hand, hand sanitizer. sanitizer. You feel yeah. Like, you feel like that's enough. Yeah, but how do you get those on the plane? Don't they? Yeah, stop I'm you just from... peeing. I'm not grabbing up my butthole. What are you guys no, doing? No, I'm saying. I thought the TSA would take that kind of shit. Oh, three ounces. Three ounces. Yeah, yeah. Keep a little. Keep on your little. Yeah. I think I do both enough. of those things. I think Kim carries that when we go somewhere together, and then yeah. the yeah, I'll, I'll also use that. I don't mind the soap; it, it's trustworthy in there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the soap is fine. It's yeah. a it's a push dispenser thing. It's not like you're picking up a bar that has a pubic hair <laughs> embedded in its <laughs> epidermis. COVID. What did gross Brian out the most? <laughs> all right, I'll just tell you then. Here's what grossed me yeah. out. You're all in the right zone. Um, it, it's <laughs> this. She waits for the bathroom. Guy finally comes out. He took a huge dump. You just know it. Right? Yes, you could tell. Yeah, yeah. You, could you tell. could tell. He took a huge, it's like a lane in that lie. episode of Seinfeld. And so he goes in there. She goes in there. And the first thing she does is freak out and panic. And then she's got a hurl. So right. she, and within she's 20 face, seconds. Face of the, into the bowl. Yes. That he just shit it. Where that guy just took a dump uh, yeah. like 20 seconds earlier. She is now face first in there. And I'm just like, all right. Thanks a lot. Lady. I don't know, man. I, the, I trust the vacuum of that thing that it would pull. <laughs> Any, like the vacuum of those airplane toilets, it is like, uh, like Dyson. Pull anything. So yeah. jealous of that that vacuum. Yeah. But she but just dipped her hair the in there, man. Yeah, she went sure. all in. And she didn't Ugh. even, I don't think she even puked. I think she just gagged. Yeah, the blue, uh, you know, the I, blue goo that comes in and cleans it out too. It's, <laughs> you I'm guys you are way too up. trusting of I'm glad toilets. you brought this up because I wrote down, I wrote down, I swear. Why are movies so bad at depicting vomiting? I want to understand. Some are good. Why why CPR? You can't just have somebody do CPR. You can't just have somebody vomit, right? Well, they're either, okay, look, they are either overly exaggerated. Like I just saw The Gentleman, fantastic movie, by the way. But there was a scene where this guy was poisoned, food poisoned on purpose, and he hurls like projectile across the room. It's way overdone. They always give them like something like milk. I mean, throw up looks more like you took a can of uh, Campbell's no- chicken like noodle soup. soup or something. Yeah. If this gets my mouth full of Campbell's chicken noodle soup. Well, some, that's that what I'm out. saying. Some people do it right. I feel like, and they get the sounds yeah. right and they do all that. And I'm not saying they should because I freaking hate it in movies and it grosses the hell out of me. But, uh, I do respect it when they go, if they're going to do it, go all the way, like get in there. Yeah. You know, let me let me bring your attention to the uh, the trailer for the 
Uh, Oscar-nominated film *Triangle of Sadness*, which features oh, this? <laughs> the most realistic-looking puke in a in a freeze frame. <laughs> I just don't. I like what I, I'm. Oh, I yeah, should have said. Go. Why can't all movies depict vomiting? You know, good. See, that like, looks like a Jack Daniels puke to me. That looks like a <laughs> it, look, it looks like it looks like Goldschlager. Really? Yeah, yeah, Goldschlager. You know what, Randy? Like I have an answer for you. Uh, I think it's the same reason they depict sex or various other sort of human things, and they don't. Yeah, t- they yeah. don't have the aftermath. It's like. Oh, the passionate lovemaking of this famous actor and actress. Oh, sweet. But yeah, but where's the part where she's like, like tiptoeing through the room with a towel in her crotch or something? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, absolutely. And and we're supposed to, we're supposed to. Um, what's what's the phrase? Suspend disbelief. We're right. supposed yes, to. Yes. We're supposed to just like be feeling something and not like watching really closely. Is right, what right what right. Is, sure. is expected. And in some audience. movies, the movies that I, do it right are really trying to get that visceral like, oh no, I don't want to see this. Like I don't want to see somebody really barely breathing, gagging, vomiting on themselves. You know, you know the the, re, the the more realistic you get with that stuff, the more intense the scene, or the more I don't know, the more that movie's trying to get under your skin, I guess. And if if not, you're just like, oh, I just need the hint that she's so upset that it's made her sick on this plane. Any right. more than that, we're like, oh my gosh, get me out of here! I, I don't want to be in here. I want to applaud both yeah. of these actors, Killer Murphy as well, for doing such a great job. Of not overacting because I was thinking, mm. I was trying to think of gross moments. I'm like, man, Killian Murphy could have easily like like done something super over the top creepy, like sticking his hands in her face or you know, or touching her lips, and you just be quiet, you know, and just doing something weird like that. And he, they both were like this quiet, smoldering intensity that just Yeah, except he knocked well. her out in real life in that uh in the thing, <laughs> according to the trivia. Let's see where is it? Did you really? It, it says in the scene of the plane bathroom, Killian Oops. Murphy actually oh. missed the place to throw Rachel McAdam. Oh. She hit her head and was knocked unconscious. Oh. says after oh. that, she was wow. ready. See, she was ready to work and Murphy was afraid he was going to do it again. I bet. He I was, bet he's such a nice guy. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't, don't want to bet on people like that, but yeah. I, I just feel like, so I feel the, like he's, he's a nice guy. There's proof of this, by the way, because it was captured. It says on film and is included in the gag reel on the DVD, uh, in gag the, reel. the gag reel, <laughs> Uh, it says in the take that is in the film, Murphy's hand can be seen holding the back of McAdams head to guard it from hitting again. So if you watch really closely, he's like, I don't want to do that again. I just want to say he nailed his Midwestern American accent. Um, there were some, some shots of him speaking that you could tell, Oh, that was the 18th take on the ADR because it just wasn't quite right with how he, what you were seeing. Mm -hmm. Right. But uh, he got it. Like they, they really went to the lengths necessary to make him sound like he, you know, he was from somewhere in midwestern yeah. United States, yeah. and he didn't ever look like he was really struggling. There were some lines that were hard. You could tell were hard on him, mm-hmm. but he, right. he never, he never like was slipping into, uh, you know, Irish American Irish. It's, uh, it's, you know? uh, it's the luck of the Irish. You know, you got uh, yeah. this, was a, this was just a well solid movie. This sit sit to set in some really hilarious kind of. On the other that, hand, Brian Cox can never sound like just an average American. <laughs> he always sounds like a yeah. Scotsman who is 
trying really hard. And there are certain words fine. that he says, like, well, I don't know where you've been this whole time. Like, he'll, <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden, in the middle of one of his uh, lines, he'll yeah. have this word that's like, that's not how we say that word. <laughs> He's better yeah. at it now. He's really good in succession. He doesn't seem to have a problem, yeah. but... um Back then, yeah, you could definitely. I remember hearing it in Striker, this his Striker voice, and going, "Wait a minute, where's he from? That's weird. He's not American." Scotland, and you and and, you know, you don't get eighteen takes of Brian Cox, right? Like he's he's an old. I've done it. No, we're gonna do this. We're moving on to the next scene. Here, I look like I was sleeping. It's good enough for me. It's good enough for you. Move on. Yar, I know he's a pirate now. Yar, Uh, shave two hundred grit sandpaper. Let's go. This episode is brought to you by United Airlines. What's new with United? New and redesigned planes with things like larger overhead bins with room for everyone's roller bag, power outlets at every seat, screens at every seat, and the ability to connect your Bluetooth headphones to those screens. Plan your trip today at united.com or on their award-winning app. Final delivery schedule subject to change. Speaking of performances, I think it's a good time as any for some title or some uh, some uh, what's it called? Clips, clips, clips. With the thing I've been doing for the last decade. What's nope. it called again? What's that called? Um, clips. <laughs> anyway, let's do it. Let's get uh, Chris Pine's dad all up in this. Cynthia, is it? Yes, sir. Would you get in more trouble if you bothered her or if I called corporate? Kind of hear Chris. I, I can, do I hear, can it, hear it yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. that weird. Just uh, don't worry, darling. So it's like, oh yeah, that's that's. I hear it. Yeah. He's, I like Chris Pine. Good call, Scott. Uh, Brian Cax in the house. Good, good. They made some headway in the last few days. I lost my wallet, but that's par for the course. But it's looking good. So you can kind of hear his accent. Par for the course. Par for the course. Uh, let's see. Get your boss. Oh, this is that one I played. Just get your boss. This is ridiculous. That guy. And having him turn uh-huh. out to be the doctor kind of cracked me up. I was like, yeah. yeah. He was a dick the whole time. Uh, oh, yeah. This is good. Thank you for your patience, sir. Yeah, right. This guy's awesome, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. What a stupid airline. Um, <laughs> I hate all of you people. Here is, I put now in full douche mode. Whatever female-driven, emotion-based dilemma you're dealing with right now, you have my sympathy. But for the sake of time and sanity, let's break this down into a little male-driven, fact-based logic. One simple phone call saves your dad's life, and it has to be made soon. Yeah, he you'd never know he's Irish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think yeah, back I mean, then no, I, I didn't know uh, he was Irish. Yeah, back like then. I say, they they did a lot of work. Yeah. Like they they didn't let it uh, they didn't let it slide. You know, mm-hmm. every 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 little syllable there is ADR. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, fine. Courtesy of the Pinky Blinders. <laughs> Get those guns, Tommy. All right, here's a bit about uh, oh, I like the oh I like the musical pronunciation read. Uh, so here you go. I have to assume she's gonna read that. Read what? Boom. See, I can't say enough about this sound, actually. I thought yeah, it was really good. good. Yeah. The music was really good. Yeah. 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 When you punch somebody, uh, everyone should hear a timpani. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, what mm-hmm. I, that's what I say. All right. Here's one about, uh, oh, this is, uh, you have to listen really close to hear this, but I, I listened close, and so I heard it. Here it is. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. See? <laughs> Nailed it. See? Nailed it. I love I love sound work on airplanes anyway because like you can't hear anything when you're inside an airplane. Right. You yeah. have to shout. Everyone around you can hear what you're saying because you have to shout. Like yeah. I love I love how this airplane is supernaturally quiet. Yeah. Yeah. And a little bit of hum, but not not what you're used to. 
Um, all right, here's oh, this the uh, also the okay. There was also this other scene. Excuse me, this isn't a motel. I only fart in motels. Wow. I guess. There was a lot. There was of more me. use of the word ex- the, the phrase "excuse me" on this flight yeah. than any flight <laughs> I've been on in the past. <laughs> the other, this, uh, the other thing that appears on the script over and over, really late in the movie, is hey. Apparently, right before you throw something at someone and you, yes. and they're not looking at you, you have to yell, hey. I wrote that down. Them. Like, why why give them the chance to put their hands up and defend themselves? Why just 100%. throw the freaking vase at them? I wrote yeah. it down. Yeah. In fact, I recorded it. Here it is right here. Why would you do this? Hey. I mean, it's a great shatter, yeah. but what the, why yeah. say, hey, don't give him any warning? No, hit the back of his head with that vase. That's better. So dumb. That, better. That happens like four better. times, including Brian Cox with the kill shot. Yeah. He, oh, he does it too, doesn't he? Does he? It too, hey. Yeah. Hey. Bam. Yeah. I don't know. I guess it's a movie after all. It's uh, a movie. It's a movie. Here's some, uh, here's trash. Trash. Yeah, trash. 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 That was that was Susie Parkson. Is that her? her is that the other flight attendant? Uh, flight attendant? Yeah, Pla- Plaxton. Yeah, Susie Plaxton. She was the main one. She was the one that was like settled down now, right? Yeah, she's that great. Yeah. Trash. Yeah, she's great. A lot of TV stuff. Uh, where is it now? Where's your mail-driven fact-based logic now, Jack? Yeah, I still I realize yeah. that's the only Jack. Rachel McAdams sound I played during the entire thing here. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> I, I guess a- this was a time when all of that was kind of new. Like if you if you weren't around before this, you might be surprised to know that like. Men are from Mars, women are from Venus, or Dr. Phil. The entirety of oh, Dr. Phil was a really yeah. new thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. people were, were actually talking about this kind of nonsense. Yeah. And, you know, like now it's just so cringy. Dr. Phil here. Mm-hmm. I got shit to say in my book. Choo-choo. I'm going to fully support the My Pillow guy for <laughs> running for. Ooh, ooh, never mind. <laughs> uh, you ever hug one of them pillars? Oh, man. All Don't right. try to pee on my leg and tell me that it's raining. <laughs> here's uh, outside, baby. Here's Cynthia for a brief second. I think we had a really good night, all things considered. Just that one incident, really. I feel like I've seen her in a million I things. Know. Yeah, somebody's gonna help us out. Somebody out there is gonna be like, "Oh yeah, I've, you know where I you know tried, her from." She's I tried to help you, or she just wouldn't take. Or you, you didn't help at all. Besides, we went. I like. It sounds like Ibit went through the same process as me. I yeah. went through every single entry, scoured her IMDb. It's like, nope, nope, don't know that one. Don't yeah, know that one. I still don't. Yeah. And I, but I know, like I, Mandela yeah. effect, maybe something. Something's going on where I know her, like implicitly you, you know, know this person. Else. You just know someone else who's very similar to her. That's what, that's what I think it is. I th- I'm sure somebody's going to say, "Yeah, you're getting it's it's uh, you know Anna Faris or it's this or it's that." I'm sure it's going to be something. Wait, wasn't lines. Anna Faris in Paul Blart, or am I thinking of something else? That's oh no, her. No, no, she's uh, in Paul Jana, Blart. Who Jana, Anna? <laughs> Anna Faris is in Paul Blart. No, Jamie Mays is in. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's <laughs> what I thought. But then, but Anna Faris is in a movie about a security cop in the mall. Oh, it's the one with uh, Rogan, with Seth Rogan. Um, the, the oh, kind uh, of serve and protect. Yeah, yeah, the dark one. Oh, yeah, the dark one. Yeah, that was right before oh, that, that movie. That Dick Crisp uh, Pratt left. Dick Trip. What? 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 Dick Trip. Uh, let's move on. That's it for that. Those are your uh, clips. It's now time for the uh, this here. Time for the film stack checklist. Never trust a guy with kill in his first name. Check. Yeah, good point. Good point. Uh, never trust the scarecrow after he does small talk and buys you a drink. Check. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Killian Murphy's cell phone sucks. Check. 
<laughs> uh, moving on to Star Trek Connections. Got to be somebody. Maybe Robert uh, Pine, so, so many that I, I ran, ran out of room in time. Um, we have, <laughs> and it's and it's all that this is going to highlight what the cast, uh, what, what their characters' names are. I'm sorry. I didn't name these characters, okay? <laughs> okay. I'm so, sorry. So we, we we called out Angela Patton, who played Nice Lady. I'm not making that up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, she was on an episode of Voyager. Uh, Beth Toussaint, who played Lydia Keefe. That would be the Department of Homeland Security director's wife. Yeah. Uh, she was on an episode of The Next Generation. I love uh, her, by the way. Yeah, she's yeah. great. Lots cool. of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, she's like uh, Tasha Yar's sister. I don't remember. Some, oh, really? Some, she's, she's very closely related to Tasha Yar. Uh, she wears a very awkward blue spandex thing for most of her episode of, uh, <laughs> of Next Star Generation. Trek, yeah. Yeah. Um, Lauren Lester was irate passenger in this movie. She mm-hmm. was in an episode of Deep Space Nine. Okay. Uh, let's get on to our bigger ones. Um, uh, Susie Plaxon, who was senior flight attendant, mm-hmm. was in... One episode each of the Next Generation, Voyager, and Enterprise. Look at Day, Day Young, who was that Dallas Gate agent. Remember, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. uh, was in th- uh, one episode each of the Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, and Enterprise. Okay, oh. and then Robert Pine, uh, Chris Pine's dad, uh, Captain America Senior, whatever you want to call him, uh, was <laughs> wrong. In- wrong, Chris, but keep going. Right, sure. Yeah, uh, he played Bob <laughs> Taylor in this. And he was uh, in one episode of Star Trek Voyager. He was in one episode of Enterprise. In Voyager, he got to play um, an ambassador. Mm. And oh. I just think uh, they should have done more with him. He was. Yeah. Uh, I remember that really- role. I thought it was good. Yeah. yeah. It was solid. Uh, well, good job, Chris Pine's dad. And Chris Evans, don't worry about it. We, we didn't oh, really. So, oh, don't and, worry and, about and it. of course, Robert Pine has another connection via the first J.J. Uh, Abrams movie. Because, you know, his son was at the very beginning of that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good point. Well, not the very beginning. He was in all of it. You're, you're thinking now you're right, thinking. Right, right, right. Yes, 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 yes. Once again, I'm, I'm, I'm I keep. <laughs> you're thinking of George Kirk played by uh, Chris, <laughs> oh, the other Chris. The real dad versus yeah. the fake dad. Yeah, so Robert Pine, Robert Pine may have been on the set of every J.J. Abrams. <laughs> he could have been. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We, we, got, we even got a little Hemsworth in <laughs> sure. here. Um, all right. Sure. Nicely done. Let's get to the uh, soundtrack grade to give it a P for perfect for this kind of thing. I thought mm-hmm. it was yeah. just great. Yeah. No no issues. No, Nothing took me out. All sounded good to me. Uh, but now let's jive, drive headlong into what we let's call jive. the Twitter post. Now, I'm sorry to tell you that if unless, uh, you, unless you go disable your text-based 2FA, uh, two-factor authentication, you will not be able to post anything here on here. But assuming mm-hmm. the three of you have done that, you'll be fine. Let's start with Randy. Uh, red Eye. Killian Murphy picks a fight with Rachel McAdams, and we get to spend 80 minutes finding out who dies and who lives to give Mr. and Mrs. Karen the finger back at the hotel. Spoiler alert, it's Rachel McAdams. Oh, you shit. You would have never guessed that the diehard character wins because it's a woman and you've never seen a movie or something. Oh, man. <laughs> if I mentioned I had a giant crush on her, and it came from uh, the Family Stone in particular. Mm-hmm. Something about her in that movie. She mm-hmm. is my type. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Sorry, Kim. Moving on. Uh, let's go now to, to Brian Dunaway. Since we played the clip, might as well read a quote. Red eye for the sake of time and sanity. Let's break this down into a little male-driven fact-based logic. One simple email will cancel your HBO Max account right now. And it has to be done soon. <laughs> Hashtag pink eye gone bad. 
you know, Rachel McAdams, Scott, is is in one of the top ten most used memes on the internet of the last like twenty years. Which one? Oh, the notebook right. she has one? great expressions. No, no, no. The one where she's uh driving a car and mean girls and says, Get in loser, we're going whatever. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, I keep, always forget she's in mean girls. Meme. Because yeah. <laughs> she's so you wouldn't think she'd be mean, mean girl. She's the prime mean girl. Yeah, right? she is the meanest of the girls. The meme girl. Yeah. She's the memest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like her. Um uh, Brian Ibbett, it's your turn. Red Eye, in case of an emergency, tropes will drop from the ceiling. Please put on your own trope before helping the passenger with dreamy blue eyes next to you. Hashtag Killin' Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Also, I like that pink eye leads to red eye, Dunaway. I like that. Mm, yes, it happens. It does. <laughs> I, I really appreciate that Brian Ibbett just keeps going back to the well of kind of having a thing for Killian Murphy. I just yeah. like kind of uh, do. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I love him. Flat lost out. in those, lost in those dreamy blue eyes. It's did you, easy to did get you lost because they're deep. They're like 14 inches into his head. They're so far. They back are. In they there. go beyond. They're like, uh, like one of those mirrors in front of a mirror with the lights around the frame oh. that just seems to go on forever. Mm-hmm. That's his eyes. He was having yeah, a but, hell of a year, by the way, because he was in Batman. That Batman Begins, which mm-hmm. then solidified him as like Nolan's favorite dude to carry forward into everything else he ever made. It felt like, like he's yeah. he's in the new. Um, it's the new Oppen- he is Oppenheimer in the new Oppenheimer movie right. coming up. Do you think do you think he had a worse time uh, his character had a worse time on this flight than his character in Inception had on his flight? <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> I forgot that was a flight. Mhm. Yeah. Boy, that was like revenge is what that was yeah. like. <laughs> it was, yes. Oh, I did, loved him in that. That was so good. Uh, but did you see every uh season of Peaky Blinders? I did. Yes. I'm behind I, a season. I love that show. But I can't get over how there are only 36 episodes of Peaky Blinders in total because it feels like 200. <laughs> no way. Are there really only 36? Yeah. It yeah. does feel like there's yeah. so I mean, those, many more than that. I mean, they yeah. were what, 10 each? Maybe you had a few extra per season? So that makes I think sense. Yeah, what is it? Four I think seasons? Eight? Six by six, is I think. Six by six. Really? They wow. only have six episodes per season? I might have to go rewatch it just because that sounds like something I could swallow in a weekend. That's great. It's, you can't. You can't possibly watch all six seasons of Peaky Blinders. But you can't do it. Yeah. It's just too much. It would, oh, man. It would, love, be the, it would be the end of my life. I do love that, that show. I just I don't know why I haven't watched that last season. And if it's only six episodes, I have no excuse. Oh, that stupid. feels like hearing that. It, if you would have asked me, I would have said, yeah, six seasons, 12 episodes per season. So 72 episodes. Yep. But no. Holy cow. Weird. Um, all right. Let's move on to... Uh, the alternate t- oh, did we do it yeah we did everybody let's go to alternate titles these are uh, titles that almost were uh, misled I uh, it wasn't quite what they wanted or getting hit with the mile high club <laughs> uh, let's do uh, emails filmsack at gmail.com we got an email from Jeff in Clintonville Ohio who says this Jeff. hello I have a suggestion for a movie but I know it's not streaming anywhere for free he says it's the experts 1989 with John oh. Travolta. The experts streaming where? Oh, sorry, that's a link. He gave me to just watch synopsis. Synopsis. He says two New York City cops get jobs starting a nightclub in small town USA. What they don't know is there's a spy training model town in, <gasps> in the. It's, or sorry, it's a spy training model town in the USSR. Uh, oh, <gasps> Jeff, that sounds weird. That's yeah, cool. yeah, sure. Sign me up. Put it on the list. I've never even heard of it. It's news to no. me. We also got a couple of texts here. Uh, let's see. One of these. Uh, well, they both came to 801-471-0462. This one is from Supergirl. She says, hello, I have a selfish request. 
Hello. Uh, you know how you do the thing where you shout out names of new patrons at the end of the show? Well, oh, yeah. I joined at a time when the patrons' notifications oh. were broken, according to Tom Merritt, and so I never got a live shout out. Any chance oh. I can get a belated one? Thanks. P.S. Oh. Thanks for sacking Supergirl. Supergirl 100%. Yep. Oh, no, wait. You know what I just realized? She's saying thanks for sacking, not comma, or my name is Supergirl. She's saying thanks for sacking Supergirl. Oh, they didn't give me their name. <laughs> didn't give you her name. I didn't no, get a name. No, no. Ah, Thanks, Supergirl. Crap. Yeah. Getting a shout out for the Supergirl. It, it didn't oh, occur to me until I just saw it now in this new form here. So you know what? This person, whoever you are, he, yeah. she, whatever, don't care. Thank you. Thank you. Area code 846. <laughs> All I wanted was a shout out. Send me another text, but this time have your name in there, and then I will do it. This is Supergirl. My real name is Frank. (laughs) (laughs) I love how easy it is to get Scott into that Anchorman moment where he just reads whatever's on the (laughs) teleprompter. I love that. It happens all the time. happens all the time. All right, here's another one we got from a note. This person absolutely did not leave their name, and they said, interesting fact, Rambo only kills one cop on screen in First Blood. The one who falls out of the helicopter. 75 kills in the second movie. So we were all yeah. we were attributing a lot of cop kills to Rambo that I don't think happened. There was just the one dude who died out of the right. helicopter, and that's it. Yeah, and he, he and uh, we've only seen the that's first That's all it two. takes. We've only sacked the first two, but I, I don't think he uh, kills any Americans or, or like anybody, anybody that you might identify with right in the second movie it's all russians and some you know southeast asian so why so- did they put him in the prison then like what what, what crimes did he commit you, all you gotta do is kill one cop brother right but, but he fell out of the helicopter i don't think it was a kill directly well it's still if, if they hadn't been out there it's his fault trust me <laughs> he killed they a found cop, a way to blame it on him <laughs> i want to go to a protest with brian dunaway sometime <laughs> <laughs> you know, whatever it, is, it doesn't even have to be anything. It'd be like, oh, they're putting um, they're putting animal parts in the bread factory. I just, whatever right. it is, I want Dunaway outside with a sign going, "Hey, they put stuff in there in the bread, brother!" Like, I just want to hear you. I want to hear the kind of <laughs> protester you could be. I really want to. Don't know why. I just do. Anyway, if you'd like to send us a text, just like these fine people did, please send them to eight zero one four seven one zero four six two. Again, that email address is eight zero one four seven one zero four six two. No, that's the phone number again. The email address is filmsack at gmail I don't know why I did that. I'm out of it today. Let's move on to our patrons. Now, these are people I can shout out uh, confidently. They really and, did give us their names. Yeah, these are real names. Uh, we have brand new folks this week over at patreon.com slash filmsack, such as Richard, Alex, Colden. Uh, we got Brian Garber, John Howell, and Daniel Kaufman. All joined us mm. since we last oh. spoke. You guys are awesome. Mm-hmm. And you join a group yeah. of really awesome people who get all sorts of benefits, including no ads or commercials ever, which are kind of the same thing, so that's redundant. Uh, pre-show content every week. We did that today, so you'll be getting that. And uh, you'll get monthly special episodes from the host. We just did one from Randy. I got one from me coming up. And uh, we kind of go in that order. That'll be uh, Ibbit and then done away, and then back to Randy again. Oh, man. Anyway, also movie-related art prints in the mail. Just did a fun one for that. I basically did the opposite of a racer head. You'll see it. You'll know it when you see it. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, it was a weird idea. And I don't know why I did it. But anyway, other great monthly benefits. You can read all about it at patreon.com slash film Our next yeah. film will be nonstop. We are, we are, are just, we are sacking the, the airplane movies, guys. We're sacking them. Yeah. Every, every inside an airplane movie. It's actually good for me in a weird way. It's cathartic. Cause I have a lot of, uh, even as a kid, just a lot of pent up uh, flight anxieties and Mm -hmm. seeing them in movie form is always a great way of dealing with those anxieties without me being there. 
I don't know. It's hard to right. explain, but that's yeah, why I like makes sense. That's why I like apocalyptic stuff and zombies and stuff because you know I wouldn't want that in real life. So I may as well watch somebody else do it. <laughs> anyway, nonstop. Who's in this? I don't even remember which one this Leah is. Neeson, Leah Neeson, Julianne Leeson. Moore. Oh, yeah. Scoot McNary. Sweet. And this yeah. is a Jaume Colette Sarah movie. So like we've recently seen uh, this direct director, uh, Black Adam, um, yeah. directed else? Jungle Cruise, <laughs> if you care about oh, that. Oh, people like Gun- yeah. Jungle Cruise totally. is well thought of. Yeah. Jungle Cruise. Yeah. And I didn't we get, know that uh, Liam Neeson receiving texts that are superimposed over the screen, at oh, least if the trailer is to be believed. <laughs> Fantastic. This is so this is newish then. How many years? 2014. Okay. Yeah. Is that it? I'm I'm in. Yep. I'm all in. I like Liam Neeson stupid things, so let's do it. Uh that's next week. Nonstop. What uh currently streaming on, you guessed it, HBO Max. That's where everything is. Gotta right. learn how to say this director's name. It might be Hama. Hama Colette Sarah. I don't sure. know. Sure. We're going to learn. We're going right. to find out together. What kind Jow of wine? Jow, yeah, what kind of, <laughs> what kind of wine do you eat with a, uh, with that name? <laughs> anyway. With a, with a Hama. Yeah, with a Hama. Uh, that's it. Thank you all for listening. Uh, Filmstack.com for all the details we may have missed. And if you can, review us wherever you get your shows. Uh, that'll do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Not in my house. We'll see you next time. <laughs>